0: don't need you to fix anything I don't even need you to really say anything just tell me I literally said to him I was like just tell me my next meal is coming and just give <laughs> me a hug that's like all you need so I that think is so true, true.
1: So, we were at the Vancouver Fall Classic this weekend, and um, we did the trophy presenting. We were asked by Lee Brandt. Well, Gabby was asked by Lee Brandt. She's um, Canada's first IFBB bikini pro, and she's a promoter, and she, she, her and her husband run three shows. And so, Gabby was doing the trophy presenting, and then Ash and I were like, hey, we want to do it too. And since we have our podcast, she was like, how
0: perfect the three of you can be the trophy girls. So that's what we did this weekend. Yeah, it was honestly so fun. I've never gone to one of her shows before. Like I've never competed in one or helped with one before. What Really? Man, that was my first show was one of her oh really yeah I've never I've never done any of the Brant's shows before um and like damn their prizes are like next level compared to every other show oh like they guys, always yeah, yeah like if you guys seriously have an opportunity to, to compete in one of the Brant's shows I like highly recommend it was like ran so smooth it was so fun like the prizes were like awesome yeah it was like, like a really and- good
1: vibe.
2: Lee and Dean they both are just such powerhouses in the community and um, yeah she actually helped me a little bit with my posing like a couple days before my first show which is obviously too late to go to a posing coach but it definitely helped a lot and she is the sweetest person she lost her voice and yet she managed to like make everything happen on that on the show day so it was just yeah super incredible to be a part of it and um, we definitely recommend checking out their shows if you're in BC.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. It was so fun. So- and it was like fun for like all of us to like do that together. It was like kind of our first like public appearance as the <laughs> overall <club laughs> podcast. It was super yeah. fun and like, I don't know, whether I'm on stage to compete or just to like work, I just love being there. I just like love being up there so much. It kind of like lights your fire again, you know?
1: Oh, it does. Like just being in the environment. Like we also just had so much fun getting ready. And your brother has this little lash company and we got like Mm -hmm. custom overall package podcasts, like purple tinted (laughs) lashes.
0: Yeah. So we just want to give He Lashes Academy on Instagram and that's his business. His name is Chandler. He does custom lashes for, well, anyone, but... Um, especially competitors, so if you're looking to complete your stage look, you can contact him at He Lashes Academy, and he will go through a whole consultation with you to match your lashes to your eye shape, to your personality, and most of all, he can throw little bits of color in there to match your suit. I did that for, like, my stage look last competition, and um, I actually got a lot of compliments on the little bits of purple in my lashes, so mm-hmm to kind of complete your look so ladies go hit him up he's so talented and so proud of him
2: and I truly cannot stand false lashes like I can't but these ones actually fit me so well like they weren't poking me in the eyes or anything so even if you're one of those people that's like oh no I don't I won't be able to wear them like you will they're amazing yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: and they'd always sound so corny when people are like oh, I'm not sponsored or I am sponsored, but it's so great. But like, they actually are so great. I'm somebody who wears fake lashes all of the time because I do burlesque and I do lots of shows and I used to wear them for fun, like all the time going out. And I didn't think it would make a difference, but it did. Like having ones that were custom to your eye shape. So he looked at my Instagram and he looked at pictures of me and I have like really large eyes and they actually accentuated my eyes so well and like they really you could actually feel the quality difference so what makes
0: them right like he sits down and he hand makes these false lashes like just that's why they have a a really nice natural look of um like eyelash extensions because essentially that's what he's doing he's making falsies that look exactly like eyelash extensions so for me personally I'm not I'm not a girl that's going to be wearing eyelash extensions all year round. Like, I just can't do it. I'm an eye rubber. (laughs) So if I can have lashes that I can just, like, pop on and off. And, like, the nice thing is, too, is there's such good quality that you can wear them multiple times. Like, I've been wearing the same pair that I think on stage. I was probably my fifth time wearing those.
1: Yeah. That's the nice investment for shows.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, shout out to He Lashes Academy. Thank you so much for sponsoring us. And as his leads. we love that. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and what are we talking about today? Till prep do us part. I was thanks. really proud when I came up with that name.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> literally, is the case for some people. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited to talk about this because my last prep was. I've I've like been in relationships. In previous preps before but they were more like situationships and Mm -hmm. not great relationships so this last prep was my first prep in a serious relationship and so yeah i'm excited to talk about that like getting into the nitty-gritty of everything because that was like something new that i experienced last prep yeah Mm -hmm. And, and gabby
1: you've only ever done preps while you've been in this like long relationship right
2: Yeah, that's right. But when I met um, my significant other, he did not think I would ever become a bodybuilder or a competitor. So what do you do when suddenly that person you knew and like the lifestyle you kind of built together totally shifts because bodybuilding does take over your whole life at certain times of the year. So yeah, it's, it's been interesting and I'm excited to share more about my experience and to hear your guys as well
1: yeah I've had like everything under the sun situationships, single long-term relationships so yeah all in so many different dramatic (laughs) um situations but like overall (laughs) uh the longer you do it the easier it gets too so
0: yeah yeah I guess we'll start off with what's your lady's best tip for keeping your relationship like in prep just like one what's your biggest tip like just one big tip this is the number one thing I want to say being in prep is
1: your choice Mm -hmm. your hunger and your tiredness is your fault and your choice (laughs) you do not need to take it on other people
0: Mm -hmm. that's
2: so true and to go along with that it would just be you know communicate it sounds so cliche but it is really key but there's kind of a fine line between communicating how you're feeling and also realizing when you're starting to really burden someone else and like you're giving you're just it's like communicating versus complaining
1: oh oh my god that is huge
2: (laughs) oh that can be a really fine line and difficult to see when you're feeling not your best so that's been sort of that gray area I've been navigating in my preps, in my relationship. And I think I've gotten better at it, (laughs) but it takes work.
0: Yeah. That's actually a really good one. And I kind of, mine plays off of that a little bit where I think my overall biggest tip is just to remember that you're not the only person going through this. That's something that I had to really learn my last prep that like, this is affecting your partner. Not as much, but if you're living together like just as much as your partner and you have to oh, it's their prep too yeah (laughs) you have to remember that that like you like you said allison too like you chose this your partner didn't choose for you to do this so it's like you have to keep their feelings like prioritize that as well that's Mm -hmm. my biggest one yeah
1: true
0: yeah and like experienced support system compared to not in the past and how did you navigate around that I mean
2: as we already mentioned like I've been in the same relationship through my prep so we it's been the same technically support system but at different points in my life I've been able to advocate for myself better or communicate better than I was before so if you can't communicate properly to your support system like they can't know how to support you if that makes sense totally and I remember there was a point in time where (laughs) when I didn't know how to communicate what I was feeling that person or my significant other and also family members would just want to help solve my like negative feelings or like my problems as they saw it even though those problems were like I'm hungry and I'm tired and sore and those are like parts of prep the normal parts so to them solving it is like, here, can I get you some food or maybe just take a day off or don't do this today. And (laughs) those are not the advice you need at that time, but you're not, you're the one who's not communicating it properly. Like it's not up to them to know.
0: Definitely. I definitely agree with you. And when I started my prep, I actually sat down with my significant other and we had a huge conversation because he had never gone through a prep with anybody he's like never seen it before never experienced it before so it was like all new to him so we actually sat down and I was like hey (laughs) this is like how it goes this is how I may be I'm gonna try really hard not to be a certain way but and I told him I was like this is what I need from you like I straight up said like I just I don't need you to try to fix it because he's a fixer as well I think that's like a man thing (laughs) (laughs) I don't need you to fix anything. I don't even need you to really say anything. Just tell me. I literally said to him, I was like, just tell me. My next meal is coming and just give <laughs> me a hug. That's like all you need. So I that think- is so, <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah. So I think you're yeah. so right, Gabby, where like communication needs to be so open. Yeah. Because you need to be able to tell somebody how you need like what you need from them, like you, what responses you need from them. Cause like yeah. people don't know what you need unless you tell them.
1: It's true. And You know what though? If you've never done a prep before, you don't mm. know what you need and you don't know what it feels like. Like you can say, you know, going into it, you've, probably, you've all heard, let's say you haven't done a show before, but you've heard from everyone you ever know who's done one or all the research you've ever done that you're going to be hungry and tired and sore all the time. You don't know what that's like until you're in it. You do not know how... Mm absolutely like god awfully grumpy you're gonna be but you still have to just bite your tongue and be like take a deep breath in Feel like this was my choice and then turn around to the person and be like thank you so much for your support and even though inside you just want to be like shut the fuck up I can't eat right now even because they're offering you food like Gabby said and it's so you don't know what it's like and like I remember in my first prep ever I was in a long-term relationship and I had never done a show before, and he had obviously never seen anyone do a show before. And so so it wasn't quite the same as, like, Ash, you telling your partner now, with all of these years of experience, knowing what you need and knowing what it takes. Whereas for me, I just said to him, like, oh, this is something I want to do. And he was, like, just unable to handle it because mm-hmm. I didn't even know how to handle it because I'd never done it before. Like, it's true. You know,
0: yeah. yeah, it is really, really really difficult and eye-opening um as well so yeah you're so right like in my very first relationship like my first prep uh in a relationship um I actually moved away from him (laughs) (laughs) I was was living in Alberta with him and I actually moved back home with my parents to BC to finish my prep so I just Mm. couldn't handle it it
2: actually makes a big difference too because during my first prep, I was long distance from my boyfriend. Like not, we were a ferry ride away, not that long, but it was long enough that we weren't, you know, living in the same house and, you know, sharing the same similar foods. And it, uh, um, yeah, it was an easier experience being away from that person. And that's hard to say because obviously I have love and care for him. But just during that time in my life, it was like, hey, I can, I can totally control all the variables. I don't have to, you know, feel as, because sometimes you do feel guilty if you can't do certain things and like eat certain things. And,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um, but there are ways to navigate it if you do live together. I, because I was able to do it the second time and I was, it actually allowed me to learn how to communicate better than just avoiding communicating because we were far away.
0: Yeah. I totally agree with you with that too, because I experienced both as well. Mm -hmm. Like I've experienced like, being in a long distance relationship I've experienced being single and living with a serious partner as well so it's definitely like you have to learn how to navigate with each person as well like not every experience is going to be the same and like not every prep is the same either right
1: no and the more you do it the better you are at understanding what you need and communicating like now like my life is not that different in prep maybe the last like six weeks before a show but otherwise, my life is pretty much the same. I still go to the gym every day. I still make all my bodybuilding food every day. Like, I still am busy and have hobbies and all these things. So it's it's not that different. And I have set up my life over the last, like, six years doing competitive bodybuilding to, like, be conducive to being a competitive bodybuilder. So if I meet anyone now, like, they're either going to fit into that like the way that my life is set up and I'll fit into theirs or not yeah
0: like yeah that's a really good point too yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah like-
1: I just remember like this girl messaging me and she was she she'd been seeing this guy on a few dates over like a couple weeks and then he started saying like oh it's so weird that you need to do cardio every day like what's wrong with you that's so obsessive and everything and she's like mm-hmm. like I literally had like bodybuilder in my dating bio like what did you expect like yeah, I'm going to go to the gym because you don't want to.
0: Like- and that's the thing with like a partner, too, that like, you know, they don't have to understand. And a lot of the time, unless they actually compete, like my partner, he's never competed before. He, he never will. He doesn't want to, but he does bodybuild, but he's never gone through a prep. So he doesn't like understand like he's seen it now, but he doesn't actually understand. So it's like they can they can still be supportive and not understand what you're doing yeah you know like yeah you don't have to fully get it just as long as you support in the way that like I need you to support me you know
1: yeah and I mean there's like different yeah like we've made some notes here on like different things that they can be supportive with like meals or gym time or um yeah, I guess those are like, honestly, the biggest ones, like what you're eating every day, because you eat every day.
2: Oh, but what about sleep? Oh,
1: and sleep <laughs> and, and and time in the gym though. Like, those are like yeah, the biggest yeah. things, I think.
2: I know for myself, if I don't sleep properly in my prep, it makes all of the emotions and like the negative parts of prep just get amplified excessively. So That is, it might seem like a simple thing, but if you were, say, it's a difficult thing for you to sleep properly, like, you need to be talking about that as well. And, like, I don't know, in terms of however you need your bedroom set up or, as we're also going to jump into, with those libido changes, with that sex life, um, you need to communicate and advocate for yourself in your prep as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. That is a whole... whole kind of first up yeah um, um yeah did you guys ever experience a partner not being supportive of you oh yeah and how did you deal with that uh
1: well how do I explain this I think I've had partners that were super supportive and were so like I had one boyfriend that was just so gung-ho like he wanted to do it all with me. He wanted to eat all the meals. He wanted to go to the gym with me and he just like, couldn't wait. And like, I heard him yelling in the audience. It was like, yes. And he like made all of his friends and family come to the show. And it was like wow. such a cool experience, honestly. Cause that was, it was like night and day to my first prep experience where I had my long-term partner of five years. Um, broke up with me six days before my show, my very first show oh. ever. So that was like devastating, and I just remember thinking, like, like I remember like just being so upset. Like, how will I ever find anyone that wants to be with me because I want to do bodybuilding? Because he he said mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't think I could ever be with you if you'd ever did another show. And that was at like eleven days out, and I was like, can we just talk about this when my show is done? And then sure yeah. enough, like five days later, he's like, nope, sorry, we're breaking up. Like, that is you the could waited
0: that. until the show was over like you know so oh, and you're like trying not to get your cortisol up but like how do you do that I don't know. it was so I'm like but like a five-year relationship too I'm like buddy like just
1: yeah. hold on <laughs> <laughs> it's been long enough just wait but it was it was like so devastating actually like emotionally it really really like impacted me like it made me question like do I really want to be a in bodybuilding like it is so it's an isolating sport like it's hard to find somebody who's going to understand just how much effort it takes um so then yeah for my next the next boyfriend I dated this was like yeah five years ago and he was so excited about all of it like we didn't work out for the reasons but it was just so nice to have that experience and Mm -hmm. like yeah
2: and I think like and just to go off of like Ash's question like I think during my first prep, my, I didn't really, I didn't know how to, what prep really was. As I was coaching myself, I just kind of was going with the flow and in a really hardcore deficit. And at that time I only saw my boyfriend every two weeks and it was tough because he wanted to cook with me and feed me and do all sorts of things. And like, if I wasn't able to do those things, it was like, he just felt like, already like disappointed, like, oh, we barely see each other. And now you can't even, you know, enjoy yourself when you're with me. And if you, yeah, it was very difficult at that time. I don't think he understood how to support me because I didn't even really know how to advocate for myself in what I was doing. Like, I did not know if it was healthy or like, obviously perhaps not necessarily healthy, but like, I didn't know if I was doing things right. I was just trying something new. So when you are new to bodybuilding, first of all, like, yes, you have a, should have a coach with a solid plan and can trust that, but, um, yeah, you're not going to know how you're supposed to be feeling. And so it can be difficult to communicate that with your partner.
0: And I think you just have to be like super duper self-aware as well. Like, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like I started saying this thing, um, probably my second prep where, um, I would just say like, I'm having a prep day. (laughs) <laughs> I'm having like a prep moment where it's like you feel all these crazy emotions and you don't know why and a mm-hmm. lot of people that were around me would take it personally and like feel some type of way like I was like ruining the mood or like you know they would literally take it personally so I found that like just being really self-aware and like you said like just advocating for myself too and just kind of making my partner or even just any close person around me just making them aware that like this isn't because of you at all this has nothing to do with you so just Mm -hmm. like don't take it personally you know
1: yeah it's that's a that's a really big one to just just be like you know what it's just one of those days
0: yeah yeah
1: um also like in terms of support system or not like I have a little bit of a story so obviously like I'm single right now and my my most recent boyfriend, we were together for two years and we met during prep. I was nine weeks out when we met. And so I told him right off the bat, I'm like, look, like food, going up for food is not an option. Like going for walks or like watching a movie while I eat like, you know, a fucking salad. Like that's that's what we have to work with. And he was like, cool, that's fine. And so and it like the support was really awesome. But it then it wasn't. And my last season, um Like, yes, I traveled to my shows, but we had been together for quite some time and he didn't come with me to the shows. And every show I would get off stage and I would see people get off stage and their partners were hugging them and bringing them flowers. And like, it really started to get to me. Mm. And like, you just want that feeling, you know, like you guys have both had it Mm -hmm. and it's it just felt strange to not have my partner there and like, yeah, I traveled and there's, there's reasons, I suppose why, you know, he wasn't there, but it really got to me after a while. And Mm -hmm. it like really started to make me feel like I didn't really have that support that I wanted. And yeah, even when I went to the Arnold's this year and I called him after, like, and I had just got third and he said he watched the live stream. And I called him and he's like, oh, can I call you back? I'm just in the middle of like a video game. And I'm like, Mm. what? Like, and it and I like, so earlier that fall, like my season went from December to March. So in one of my December shows, it was the Toronto pro show. And that was the one that Danny Phelps won bikini. And she's dating Breon, who is the 2021 classic physique Arnold winner. Like he's like one of the top classic physique athletes in the world. And he was in the audience and I've never heard anyone like scream that loud for their partner (laughs) ever. Like I was sitting right behind him and he was like, yes, that's my girl. Like you got it. And like, he was so passionate and he was like crying and like, but I mean, he's obviously like a bodybuilder through and through. So he really Mm -hmm. understands the sport, but like that, like hit me. I'm like, if, if that's not the level of support that I'm going to have, like, I don't Want that, yeah. and it oh, I always so feel that. And it, and it took me like a long time to end my relationship because obviously it's like not easy. But that like did not leave me, especially after like a few months later at my next show. Like I, I phoned to celebrate my win, and I'm met with, "Oh, I'm in a video game." I'm like, mm-hmm. like it was what just so, priorities? yeah. And even when I got home, like there was no card or flowers waiting for me for any of my shows so um, I
2: think this is and, where it comes down to yeah communicating. like hey this is this yeah. is like in understanding each other's love languages like without getting way too into oh, like yeah. <laughs> relationship stuff but like just being able to share that is, oh and I
1: expressed it, it too like I said yeah. those are really important to me and sure mm-hmm. enough like another show went by mm-hmm. and nothing and it's like so I actually saw Breon at the Arnold's and I said hey I just want to tell you something and I I mean, I was still with my partner at this time, but I told him like watching your level of support for your girlfriend at the show, like has like literally changed my view on my current relationship. And is like, and he gave me like a huge hug and he's like, wow, thank you so much for sharing that. But like, hmm. yeah, I feel, I don't know. My breakup was like sort of recent. So I sort of feel guilty, like mentioning this. I don't know if he's going to listen, but like it was so impactful.
0: I mean, you can always speak on your personal experiences, right? Like, this yeah. is what you experienced on your end. So, yeah, that, this is what you felt, right? So, and
2: especially since you are your mature person, a healthy communicator, like, you probably did share many times about what is important to you during yeah. this time to feel supported. And yeah. that's, and you can only do so much, right?
1: Yeah. And I mean, prep is hard. And I'm somebody who's good at prep, quote unquote, like, good at it. Like, I, my life is set up to make it be successful. Like, yeah, it's still hard on your partner, but I feel like I don't make it, I go out of my way to make sure that it's not, you know, so.
0: And I do have to like also say one big point too is like relationships should always come before bodybuilding. I have been in a position where I put bodybuilding before people that I love. And like, Mm -hmm. I really think that there should be a line that, you know, like, your partner should come first. And if bodybuilding is what is deteriorating all of your relationships, maybe you need to, like, take a step back and really reevaluate why.
1: Your approach, yeah. Yeah, Unless the relationship is just not support. Like, for me, I put bodybuilding first in this case. I'm like, I'm not going to go to another show with a person who isn't going to go there and sell. But that's
0: something different. Yeah. That's, like... Through and through that just obviously wasn't the person for you. Like I've yeah. experienced what you've experienced, Allison, where like I was with somebody who like, for instance, he would tell me he would come to the gym with me after work and then after work would come and he'd be like, I'm not fucking going. And then I'd be like, well, now like it's nine o'clock at night and I still have to go. And like, or we'd go out to eat and he'd be like, this is so hard on me that you can't eat anything. Like just stuff like that, where it was like, it kind of shows who they, who they are as a person. Yeah. Yeah so in that case even separate bodybuilding and look at them as a person and be like is this the type of person i want to be with but Absolutely. i'm saying if your attitude and your mood is ruining your relationships because you're in prep yeah
1: then then that's when you <laughs> need to
0: reevaluate yeah totally i see yeah. that
1: my like i mean in terms of my 5 year relationship ending like my first my first ever prep like yeah my I'm sure my attitude was like the biggest reason but it, I didn't know how to navigate a prep I'd never done it before all I knew was that I wanted to do it more than anything and um
0: but everything but happens it, for a reason too yeah like, and it wasn't just bodybuilding like he said but unfortunately just, maybe yeah. that relationship had to end for you to realize how you need to act in your next relationship right yeah, like, yeah. you know and it
2: sometimes can really bring a relationship together is when you get to that, like really intense breaking point. Like it doesn't always have to be like choosing between the two or like, Oh, I see the true colors of this person. We have to break up. No, sometimes you just have to have that really, I think Ash even had it with her current partner. You have that intense conversation of like, this is what bodybuilding means to me. And this is how I need you to support me. Can we, can we do this together? Yeah. I don't need you to understand it prep. And I don't need you to prep with me but can we do this together? Can we be on the same team? And that, you know, in, in my case, that really brought us together opposed to pushed us apart. So,
0: yeah, I experienced some um, like pulls, which we'll talk about like later in the episode, because some stuff is coming up that will correlate with it. But I experienced some moments in this prep where I had to like, stop and be like, okay, like, I really have to, look at his needs because I'm not putting them Mm -hmm. first at all. And it is putting a strain on our relationship. But at the end of the day, like this is what makes me feel like I am me because during the pandemic, when I didn't get to bodybuild that put me in literally the darkest place I've ever experienced in my life. And it really was because I didn't have that personal outlet and I have been bodybuilding before I met him. Right. So this has been like me And so I needed to figure out how to have both. And I had to figure out how I needed to act in order to let him have a good experience through this as well. Mm -hmm. And I like a lot of prep is going to be really internal and you have to be really self-aware and you have to be okay with saying like, okay, I'm in the wrong here. And I need to prioritize my partner too, because his, aren't being Definitely. met just yeah because I'm tired and just because <clears> of <throat> this or that doesn't mean that he needs to suffer all the time too correct yeah and like I think I think it was
1: Gabby you said like it helped teach me how to act better and or not better but like things I could do differently in future preps because in my first one obviously I didn't give enough to the relationship mm-hmm. but then I think I genuinely think that I was so like not traumatized but like yeah maybe traumatized by that and like so hyper aware that I didn't ask for enough in Mm -hmm. my future relationships like in this relationship that I just was in I don't think I really made it clear enough like what I needed so don't don't like gaslight yourself either straight up because I think that I did like quite a bit to think yeah. like oh no it's my choice it's my fault like at the end of the day it is your choice like nine times out of ten people are complaining and are absolutely like horrific to be around when they're in prep and they're always like just talking about how tired and how hungry they are and everything and it's like don't do that but also like don't go so far out of the way that you don't communicate your needs at all because you're so afraid of losing someone because it might be a good thing to lose someone it's true so, um, yeah but
2: i really like like what ash is saying in the sense um that you have to realize your partner still has needs they are still your partner and you need to be an equal partner in that relationship from every single aspect whether it's you can't just always be if you live together be like oh I'm too tired I can't put dishes away or do laundry or you know give you that like intimate times that you need to keep a relationship strong Like these are all things that you have to still be able to to give and continue to work in yourself to understand how you can give it in a way that's not going to, you know, leave you exhausted and lifeless for prep.
0: Yeah. Cause you know, a lot of us like, don't have the, um, like we don't have the luxury of being like full-time competitors. Like I'm not a full time sponsored bodybuilder. I still have a full time career. I still have a partner. I still have a life outside of bodybuilding. And like, you need to figure out how, because here's the thing with prep, there's no such thing as balance, but you need to figure out how to maneuver all of those things and have them still running without putting anything too far on the back burner. Mm -hmm. Things will go on the back burner in prep because prep Like when I'm in prep, it's like I wake up thinking about prep. I go through my day thinking about prep. I go to sleep thinking about prep. But I also have to figure out during the day where I can fit in thinking about my boyfriend, thinking about my career, thinking about keeping my household running, my dog, my family, you know, all those other aspects. So, again, that is something that you will get better at but it is super fucking important. Like, yeah.
2: yeah, So why I'm I'm laughing is because like the way you said, it's like, I have to fit in thinking about like things like boyfriend, family, dog. And it's like, it actually feels like that sometimes. And it doesn't take away that you love every single one of those things so deeply, but it's so consuming that it can feel that way sometimes. And that is, it's a tough reality to face.
0: Yeah, especially if you're at a level Like, for instance, us, you know, we've done shows before and I know, like, where I can take it and sometimes, too, like, knowing that if you put all of your effort into the prep, like, most likely you'll come out with a better placing. So it's like, it's hard that, like, you know, you're like, okay, I have to put 100% into this, but I also have to figure out where to dig real deep to bring up the other extra 100% for everything else as well Mm -hmm. so that's just I feel like something that you learn to get better at as your preps go on and yeah yeah. one thing that one thing that
1: I did was um just in terms of like trying to fit everything in 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 my day um was that I would do part of my cardio as like an outdoor walk with my like with my ex like every day so that we got to spend time together. And he was like, that was like one thing he was like happy to do with. Him. So um yeah. And something I, really small, but it was it was really helpful because you yeah. have such limited time in the day, um, mm-hmm. where would I rather be doing cardio? Like by myself in a treadmill, like staring at social media and like comparing myself to other people, or like on a walk with my no, birthday that's, side, you know.
2: So that's so true. Like you have yeah. to especially if you live together or really close, like you have to figure out what parts of your prep, you can actually not do together, but you can work alongside each other. Like for myself, my significant other does train really hard in the gym. He's not a bodybuilder, but he loves this lifestyle and lives it alongside me. So we actually ended up prepping most of our food together and he loves to cook so he can make most of our prep foods like actually very enjoyable. And that was like the biggest thing for us is to be able to do that together and we're still getting that like enjoyment of cooking together but it's just healthier foods that you know at during my preps he tries to align his goals with mine like making it a cutting season if that's what needs to happen like it's actually can really help
0: out
1: yeah what about cheat meals do you guys do cheat meals with your partners
0: or oh yeah (laughs) i don't during prep i don't do cheat meals yeah but I love cheat meals. <laughs> I, mean, what I do now. Like, Rob and I, this is the issue, though, is we have no fucking shame around each other. So, um, yeah. It's like full, <laughs> disgusting, like, shameful snack mode or what? Oh, my God, yeah. We have, like, no shame. Like, <laughs> if we go, if we decide, like, we're going to be crazy, like, we'll get, like, four double chocolate bars each, bag of oh. each, our own... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like we just like don't we have no chill so I don't do I don't do tea meals <laughs> in
1: prep no we I, I do I would always just go for sushi because I could always just get sashimi and like a vegetable roll and a miso
0: that's like a bowl. nice sweet like, feed though
1: it's like yeah. a, just a nice like little something different sure it might be like a shitload of sodium and it might like go up a pound or two but it like it's not doing anything negative like to my physique overall and then he would go out and like he could order like teriyaki bowls or whatever however many like rolls he wanted. And yeah, was, see, like, I've, reached, I've reached
0: the part I've reached the point now in my competing career and in my preps that I actually enjoy seeing other people eat and I really really like it's actually kind of fucked up like I really actually enjoy it.
1: Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so with Those mirror
0: neurons. Yeah, like <laughs> <clears throat> rob will he will have cheat meals like while i'm in prep and like he will just have it um and you'll or, like let him like, eat
1: every bite
0: literally yeah, i will like why? if i'm if i want something bad enough i will actually get him to go and get it and him to eat it and i will just like watch him <laughs> Or sometimes if he'd have something, he would, like, before he'd eat it, he, would like, hold it up to me so I could, like, smell it. Oh, I know. People are like, why are you doing that to yourself? I'm like, just shut up. Just let me smell it. If you, like, get to a point, like, in my earlier prep days, I would, like, be like, keep that shit away from me. I can't do it. But now, because, I don't know, if you prep seriously, you obviously have to find joy in it. Or else, like, why the fuck are you doing it? I genuinely love prepping like I love it like the harder it gets the more I fucking love it so I don't see having that food around me as like a negative thing like I just like I genuinely like I'm like yeah I get excited I love smelling it I love looking at it and <laughs> I love seeing the joy on his face when he gets to eat it so a lot
1: of people do that like I know so many people that like they just start baking in the last like few weeks before they're prepped to so, like yeah that's like, me giving about- it to other people
0: there's this guy on uh, YouTube. I think his name is Nick Dom Pierre. Dom, I don't is know. that the donut guy. Yeah, he's so hot, and all he <laughs> does is make videos of him eating. He's like a fitness guy, and he'll do like meals yeah. on YouTube, and like, oh, like the mukbang thing. Uh, kinda. He he does some stuff it's like that. Mostly he'll do donuts. donuts. <laughs> okay. He so, like, like sexier. Yeah, and he's super hot. So. Um, <laughs> I watch him all prep like I will binge his videos till like four in the morning like I can't stop. I love watching this guy eat. I
2: actually I actually watched a lot of them in my first prep um i I find that I don't quite get that same satisfaction of like the mirror neurons watching someone else eat but during my first prep I was, Proper hungry, and I binge watch him and all of his donuts for sure.
1: Never yeah. seen it, and I'm not gonna
0: go watch because then
1: I'll just get sucked into it too. Just wait yeah. to
0: prep, and like he's yeah. very nice to look at while he's eating, so that's yeah. also why I like it. But yeah,
1: mm-hmm. but one thing I would say, like just to tie this back to relationships and cheat meals, is that like again, your partner didn't choose this. So if you go to a restaurant and all you can order is like a plain chicken salad, just don't get mad at them if they want to order like a cheeseburger and fries. like.
0: Oh my god no that's the no, thing
1: like you really not, you don't want them to feel yeah I'm yeah. also
2: I'm also just going to advocate like if you don't know how to cook <laughs> learn how to cook because yeah. all of my cheat meals like we make them together and I know what digests for me and all of it digests well I every time I wake up the next day I feel like I look better like obviously yeah. if you're depleted like little extra salt and carbs is probably going to do you well But yeah, like just having a cheat meal together and like that's also some like special time you can spend together. So learn to cut, guys. (laughs) It's worth it. And
1: also you could also ask your partner, like if they if they love grabbing like, you know, A and W or something on the way home, just be like, just eat it before you get in the house and it's really too. Like there are things that they can do to just make it a little bit easier like if you go for a cheat meal together once a week like sure you see them eating it but like if they're bringing home pizza every night you can just be like please just eat it outside of the house
0: yeah you know what rob would like actually pull up sometimes in the driveway and he would call me before he came in he'd be like hey are you cool if i bring this in today and i'd like (laughs) tell him yes or no like depending on the day like some days you really so funny some days you really are in a mental space where it's just like not you just don't want to be around it Oh, yeah. so that snacks so snacks. is another thing you can communicate to your partner being like hey you can straight up tell them because and and we're speaking on like heterosexual relationships here like I am in a relationship with a man and um I really do find like as a woman in a relationship with a man men are very can be simple creatures and you just need to straight up tell them what you need and what you want Like, you can't, like, sit there being like, oh, my man's a fucking mind reader, and I'm going to get pissed off if he doesn't know what I want. Like, Mm -hmm. you need to say it. I need you to do this for me, please. Yeah, straight up. You can't just be like, oh, you didn't fucking do that for me. It's like, well, did you tell him that's what you need? So Well, I hinted. They're like, well, you're not going to get it.
1: And that's not a shade on men. That's just, like, people need to fucking communicate. Yeah. Especially
2: when you're already feeling potentially moody or tired in prep because even if you don't mean something badly it can come off a little bit worse
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. yes like yeah for sure just a little yeah um Um, speaking of special times do you guys find in your preps do you lose your libido or are you guys pretty steady going (laughs) um it's there's a definite decline
2: yeah sometimes you really yeah you really feel it at certain points in prep for sure yeah yeah like would you say it's pretty consistent when you start prep or or like is it closer to the end of your prep where you're just like not feeling it
0: yeah it was probably like mid to later in prep for me Mm -hmm. for sure and like oh you said something earlier about um keeping a relationship strong and keeping that intimacy Gabby, you said something like that earlier. And I really, I do agree with that. Like going into my next prep, actually, that's something that I really have to be conscious of about putting his needs sometimes before my moodiness and tiredness.
2: No, I think it's like a it's also a great area, right? Because you know you want to be an equal partner in all aspects of a relationship or whatever, not even a relationship, but like. You don't owe them anything either. Like yeah. in the sense and I say that in the sense of if you are really not feeling yourself, like if that is the last thing that you want, you should not go into it like thinking whatever, I'm just going to like give it up for them yeah. because that is not what they want either probably. Like
0: Yeah. You know what
2: I mean, right? Like it's just you have to truly figure it out with yourself how you can get keep that energy and like how you can be present for them because the last thing they want is like someone who's passive and like they can read you they're your partner they know if you're just like going along with something
0: yeah I 100% agree with that for sure and there is ways too where like mentally you can be more like compassionate towards them as well which for me helped me Like, when I really took a step back and I was like, wow, like, this is hurting his feelings. Like, Mm. it's making him feel shitty. And like, I was like, I don't want that. And it kind of changed my mindset where it's like, yeah, I might, I may be tired, but there is things that I can like still do for him and like be there for him. And I don't even just mean sexually, but you know, like, but
1: but also sexually and also, like, (laughs) of
0: course. But like, let's just
1: say, yeah like let's just say your 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 body is very tired and does not want to do a lot of things there are other things you can do
2: (laughs) oh please please elaborate
1: um (laughs) things and stuff and activities you know
2: oh I I get it um but like and then I think there's an aspect of that too is when your body's changing your lean you don't have your curves you're not quite feeling yourself the same way like that can also make a difference
0: yeah a hundred percent you know what Rob always said he's just like oh I can't wait to like see you stage lean and he's like I can't wait to like feel you stage lean like it's gonna be crazy and then after (laughs) after prep, he was like yeah you know I think I like it a little bit curvier and I was like I fucking told you like I told you it's like get sickly (laughs) no it's not good like I like
1: feel my hips and now this is like a bit much but it's the reality and we're like transparent on here but I would put my hands on my hips and I could like feel my pelvis bones and it like gives me flashbacks of when I was very like Mm. in my eating disorder as a young teenager like it was, I, it's not sexy. Like, yeah, you don't feel sexy at all. Um, yeah. So that's when I'm like, you know what, I'll put on like, some lingerie and there's other things you can do. I'm like, don't
0: involve yeah, my, it's not a sure. robot. like, if were, yeah. If you were like natural bodied, like I was in the past, like I would lose all my feminine body features like my tits were gone my ass is gone like everything like that you're right like my hips are bony as fuck like so yeah you do kind of start to feel I wouldn't say self-conscious about it but in a way oh no I'm I'm self-conscious about it I hate it I'm not self-conscious around my partner looking that way yeah um, but I don't like feeling that way you definitely
2: feel less feminine probably and just like from a hormonal point, like you are truly lacking, like you're not going to muster up some like serotonin, just like looking down at your bones and just feeling like shitty about yourself. So if it comes to it, like, I love what Allison said, like put on some lingerie, do a photo shoot, like do what it takes to really start feeling yourself. And I know that you, like, we take a lot of photos, in prep because it's so cool to see our muscles and that definition and the conditioning so even though that's not necessarily like sexy in a part in like a way with your partner but yeah just like take some photos appreciate your body however you can e- even though it's never going to be the same as having a little bit more meat on your bones
0: yeah
1: meat on the bones like I experienced that more than I ever have this off season like the most meatiest these bones have ever been and like I have never been hit on so much my life and it's great like just left right and center I'm like oh like I I get it now like the curves like yeah it's like nice especially because I'm single and I'm like all right it's not so bad
2: you him, no i i get that like my yeah, boyfriend okay. will be like yeah i um i miss your bum and i'm like me too no i know
0: yeah, miss- i know <laughs> yeah. rob like lately he's like oh man your ass is really coming back i'm like i know it's about you're like sorry i'm starting prep in like eight weeks i know i told him <laughs> like, oh, okay
2: <laughs> but at least you got the girls done now
0: <laughs> i know i'm so excited <laughs> they're about- gonna stay i know i can't yeah. wait because like I've mentioned this before but naturally I can like get my waist really small right like I think I hit almost like 21 inches last prep so I can't wait to have some tits with a waist like that that's what I'm excited to see but yeah
1: I think that'll honestly help with that feeling of femininity I think like it's worth mentioning that a lot of people look at bodybuilders or girls in bikini with their fake boobs and think that it's like a vanity thing and they see the makeup and the hair and the suit and the boobs and like they just get this, like, image that that a lot of girls in bikini are, like, I don't know, like, over the top, done up all the time. And it's, like, no. Like, first of all, I I, I look like that one or two days a year. And mm-hmm. second of all, like, you know, like, feeling comfortable and feeling sexy in your body is, like, a, is a big deal. Like, it's a really big deal. And if you want to get your boobs done because you miss having a feminine chest, like,
0: you're allowed to feel that way as well like yeah i didn't want to walk around with a fucking chest split all the time (laughs) but it does look sick when you have that (laughs) i know i actually do kind of like it but (laughs) segueing from that um you guys date a bodybuilder let's turn this around here would you guys date yourselves (laughs) no i've I've, I've dated
1: bodybuilders
2: i i I don't mean no I probably would not go out of my way to choose someone who is a bodybuilder. Now that I know what the lifestyle is like, I also am not going to choose anyone else. Cause I am really, really happy, but
1: yeah. in
2: theory, like male bodybuilders, especially like, you know, I I'm looking for men in a relationship situation here as well, Ash, <laughs> but like male bodybuilders have to go to an extent that even we don't. And oh,
1: it's next level
2: yeah like i i don't i truly don't know if i could support someone through that and it might seem like a double standard but i because i am a different type of person that approaches prep more you know like i'm all in in my prep season and i'm a lot more like liberal in my off so i will incorporate a lot of meals that are not on plan like i can you know anyways without going too into it i can truly Veer off from being super tight into bodybuilding and have a lot of fun with cooking and eating and doing different activities. But if I was with a male bodybuilder, they don't really have that freedom to have like a lot of, you know, high fat or cheat meals all the time, right? Because if they're taking stuff, it can mess with their liver and hormones and actually affect their health in the long term. Like I feel that I would have to be the one who has to dial in my off-season life a lot for that person and I don't know if I'd be able to do that so okay.
1: just that's my cool. two bits
2: yeah, I think cool. like food
1: wise you could I think a lot of dudes in their off-seasons get away with a lot of food but they do not miss their training like they do not miss their training
0: like I mean I don't so miss my training much either no I
1: don't miss my training that much either but like for example I just went to Costa Rica and I only trained once while I was there because that's all I could fit in and I'm like was surfing and doing other things right but like a lot of male bodybuilders I know like that are like at the higher levels just won't even go on a vacation because Mm -hmm. they can't train and I'm like I think that's where there's like a little bit of a difference with bikini is that if you have the muscle mass you need you can miss a day or two here or there for a vacation or a wedding or something whereas like I I know so many dudes that turn down a lot of experience in life but um
0: so your answer would be no then you wouldn't date a bodybuilder oh no I totally would (laughs)
1: i like i don't know i like it i like the like dedication Mm -hmm. that would be tough though to like not be able to travel with your partner or
0: do i mean that's like 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 not necessarily true though like it's not always the case like that's not going to be every bodybuilder like bodybuilders are still dudes and they're still human beings yeah
1: even like james hollinghead like he's gone and hiked kilimanjaro and he's like doing um movies now and stuff too like in his off season and so like and he's one of the top bodybuilders in the world so
0: I think that like for me personally it would probably depend on the person but I would be open to dating a bodybuilder just because of how much I love the community and I would really I love I would like if like this is all in theory too because Mm -hmm. my partner isn't a bodybuilder but he's involved enough where it's it's good but um it would be fun to like you know have someone who maybe understood exactly how you felt yes but at the same time it's like prepping together too like I don't know how that would go like I don't know again I guess it would have to be person to person but like I don't know if I would even want to be around someone who's just as depleted as me
2: Yeah, I think it's very individual. I do think it's beautiful. Like, if the aspect that I love is that your lifestyles totally align. Yeah. Especially when you're in prep or like the same season. And I've seen it so successfully in many relationships with friends and Mm
0: -hmm. even
2: two of our friends that just got off stage at um, the Van Fall Classic. Like Cody and Noriko, they both are married and they killed their preps together. Both like looked their absolute best. So it's totally possible and it. Ash, as you said, like it would have to be the right person. Like you would have to yeah. communicate and understand each other on such a deep level. Like it couldn't, I don't think it could be like a new relationship where you're just trying to figure out each other and you're doing preps together. Mm-hmm. That'd be a lot.
0: Yeah, both like established competitors. Like at this point, like my last prep, like my mood and everything was so good like I wasn't cranky I wasn't overtired I wasn't like anything like I was like just normal pretty much through my whole prep Mm
1: -hmm. um
0: so I think if maybe you're a little bit more established and they're more established as well in their preps and they can handle themselves then it might be different if you like met at that point that's true Um, you know what I mean Mm -hmm, Uh, I see that yeah but yeah I think it's really person to person yeah Being single, though, I will
1: say, like, I am not interested in dating someone who doesn't go to the gym, and that is not like a vanity like thing. It's it's just they have to like understand what the gym can do for you.
0: I think that's the people that go to the gym
1: and that just love the gym. Like those people that just like show up every day, never miss. They just love it and what how it makes them feel, the dedication to themselves, and they have goals, even if they're not like going to step on stage or but they just know how valuable it is to their life and they would understand how valuable it is to my life.
2: That's a major key in my relationship too. Like we, we literally met in a university gym. Like the gym is such a, it's a part of our everyday almost. And, um, I think that is, if not anything else that your partner needs to understand why you need to be there quite frequently and even more so when you're doing your cardio and extra training during prep like you need someone who can support you through that at least
0: yeah I mean that kind of goes back to like your support system like there were times too like you know that is something that really attracted me to Rob was the fact that like he already lived that lifestyle like he was (laughs) already living that and he like our first conversation we talked about bodybuilding and stuff like that so um yeah I think that and I've talked about this on my other podcast as well, that like, if you don't live the same lifestyle, the chances of your guys' relationship working in the long run, like, are slim to none. Because, like, you if you're planning to live with that person and live your daily life with them, like, how are you supposed to align if your daily lives look completely different?
1: Yeah. And my
0: daily life mm-hmm. involves tracking my food, measuring my food, meal prepping. <laughs> yeah going to the gym doing my cardio and so does Rob's so we can come together on that aspect. and when I'm mm-hmm, t- prep yeah and when I'm like really deep in prep and like I don't want to train, he's the one that's saying, no, get your stuff. we are going together. you mm-hmm. know and if I didn't have that a lot of the time and if I had someone being like, oh well, you know, just come stay home tonight or, yeah. or let's just eat pizza tonight like it would make everything really 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 fucking hard.
1: I'm like not attracted to like that, like somebody who would like tell you not to go after your goal. Like,
0: like I couldn't even be yeah. in a
1: relationship with with that mentality. Like
2: some yeah, and sometimes those people they they really mean well for you. Like they just yeah. see you looking sad or depleted, and they mean well, yeah. but they just don't understand it. And but as you say, like it is super attractive when someone. You know, sees that you've put in all of this effort, you're working towards something that's very important to you. And yeah, even just little things saying, Hey, yeah, let's go to the gym together. You can do it. Let's do this together today. Oh my God.
1: That's my love language. Everything. You want to know my love language when I'm deep in prep and they say, I'll go to the gym with you and help you through your workout. I'm like,
0: Rob did that so much for me. And I was so appreciative. Like, you know, like I bought a spin bike for my prep and like he put it in the living room and like he was like, okay, we're going to keep it here. And he made me a posing area in the garage. And like, you know, it, like, it means a lot to me, those like little tiny things that like, when I was doing my cardio, like he would sit on the couch and like, talk to me through, through Mm -hmm. my hour cardio and like just little things like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's super attractive when so I,
2: I think like out of anything, if whether you're in a relationship or like trying to get into a relationship, like be able to tell people what your love languages are, what, what truly, you know, focusing on the positives, right? Like what are the things that you can do right now? And what are the things that make you happy right now? And yeah, if you can share that with your partner, you're going to be in a lot more of a successful place because at least you're focusing on the negative or on the positive, not the negative.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you're single and you're looking for a partner and you love bodybuilding more than anything and somebody that you meet like doesn't, and you know, right away that like doing your prep will be difficult with them. Like I would err on the side of like, don't be with that person because you'll just be upset that you weren't able to finish your prep, um, the way that you wanted or to like really commit to the sport the way you want. Um, I mean, maybe you're, have already done shows before, so you know you love the lifestyle. If you haven't ever done a show before and you want to, then sure, maybe try dating this person, but, like, be aware that, like, the lifestyle just isn't going to align with everyone, Mm -hmm. but that's not even, like, it, that, it makes it sound like bodybuilding, like, you could criticize bodybuilding so much for it being isolating and being difficult and everything, but, like, how else do you think somebody becomes a surgeon or, a marathon like the top marathon runner in the world or an olympic athlete or you know like the even one is like greatest, the top, like the
2: best like entrepreneur yeah. like anything yeah
1: like the best chess player in the world do you know how long those guys just sit it, girls whatever they sit in front of the chessboard hours and hours and hours a day they do nothing they even poker players will like deprive themselves of sleep on purpose to be able to like train their brain to like function on like under stressful environments like and you think dating a bodybuilder would be hard imagine like dating somebody who like sat in front of a chessboard for like 12 hours a day like stressing themselves out on purpose like i think
2: i think that's so important allison like you you, it's there's so many other um career paths and vocations that have that level of intense commitment and i just think if coming down to it like if you have a really big goal if something is so important to you have you truly want to achieve something like at an extraordinary level you need a partner that can at least see that vision right they want that for you they can say hey i want you to become your best and the people that don't the people that kind of want to keep you comfortable are the ones that are going to keep pulling you back from that goal they'll be they'll be the ones to tell the poker player like no just get some sleep you'll be fine or tell yeah. the chess player, no, let's just go out and do something else together because it looks like you're wasting your time to me.
1: Yeah, or in university, like, oh, you're always studying all the time. It's like, you know, things like that. Like, mm-hmm. So this is just even, like, bodybuilding aside, like, if you have a gut feeling that you're being held back by someone in your life in general, you probably are. Like, and I am an advocate for not... Letting those people take away like what you want in life. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So overall, communicate, advocate <laughs> yourself, put your partner's needs up there as well, and yeah, yeah. Keep pushing on, girl. <laughs> I hope
1: this was helpful. I mean, it. I think we gave a lot of pretty like diverse insight on. Uh,
2: yeah, and we definitely want to hear back as well like if you guys want to comment or like send us a dm like we want to hear about your experiences and relationships just because i don't think we could cover everything in just one episode so let's talk about it we want to hear about your experiences
1: too yeah if you have like an absolutely like gnarly relationship prep story like send it in and if we get one that's like 10 out of 10 like we need to share we could like read it out on the next episode or something we should I, like yeah. I can't even remember off the top of my head but I know like I have heard some horrific things from my girlfriends or even like dudes I know that are like bodybuilders and relationships over the years too so there's yeah. some juicy stuff out there
0: for sure so you guys can either email us at overall at gmail.com you guys can hit us up on Instagram overall package podcast I'm astronaut fit my Instagram is Alicenann
2: And you can find me at Gabrielle Follietta.
0: All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.